You're listening to the Put Your Passion to Work podcast, where together we seek to gather inspiration, motivation, along with tangible tips to start and scale your coaching business. I'm your host, Michelle Marie, mindset and business coach. With over 18 years of business experience, you and I are going to transform your passion of helping others so you too can create a profitable coaching business. Let's have some fun while we build your biz starting right now. Hey, you guys, welcome to another episode of the Put Your Passion to Work podcast. I hope you are having a great day. Today's episode is all about the things that I do every single day to nurture, grow, and scale my coaching business. I'm going to give you a list of five, and I might give you a bonus tip as well. So the first thing that I do to grow and nurture my coaching business is arguably one of the most important, I'll say top three, but the number one thing, and these are in no particular order, is that I check in with my biz besties slash accountability partners. This is definitely apart from working with a coach, which you typically don't check in with your coach every single day, although you can depending on your program if you have Fox or Access or something like this. But what I do is check in with my biz besties because we like to hold each other accountable. We like to follow up with each other. And it's such a great level of support that I receive from people who are in my world. Outside of the business world, my friends and family, they're not entrepreneurs. And so I don't want to bombard them with what I'm thinking. And they can't even understand really where I'm coming from a lot of the time. So I don't want to drain their brain with entrepreneurial things that are on my mind. However, I can definitely do that with my biz besties. So the first and foremost thing that I do every single day, and this is definitely something that on the weekends we slow down. It's not, um, we're not constantly checking in with each other. It's not like a forced thing. It kind of just happens because we're all so very busy. We all um, happen to be moms. We all happen to have multiple kids and we all happen to work a nine to five. So I have a lot of things in common with my biz besties. And it doesn't have to be that way. It kind of just worked out that way, which I think is kind of awesome because we can relate to each other on so many levels. And I feel like I know them so well and we've literally never met in person, but we speak through an app that it's a video and voice app. So I know them. I know them because we speak almost every single day. So how I found them, this is another another amazing reason to join a group coaching program or really be active in other people's or your own Facebook community. So whenever I made investments, usually I was joining or becoming a part of a exclusive Facebook group. And that's basically where I found my biz besties. And it was something as easy as a post that I can't even remember if it was me that posted it or them. But someone's just like, hey, I'm looking for someone to talk to and hold me accountable and etc. And I was like, hey, I'll, I'll reach out. And then the next thing you know, we're talking every day and it's almost a year later. And so this is something that I think has helped me so, so much because there's been times when I've been really down on myself and I'm hanging by a thread and they definitely talk me off the ledge and we do it for each other. We also share tips from what are what we're learning in our own networks of people and share it with each other. So it's almost like a really informal, casual mastermind, if you will. The second thing I do to nurture, grow, and scale my coaching business is that I nurture and grow my community. So I have a Facebook group. It is createyourdream.biz. If you want to join, I would love to have you. And I also like to play around on Instagram. 
And so what I do for that is I will check in once a day, definitely checking my DMs, definitely checking my email. And when I'm really on point, I'm doing something on Facebook every single day, doing a post, asking a question, trying to keep engagement up, trying to make it worthwhile for any and everyone who has joined my group to make it worth their while for being inside the group because I know everyone has a lot of choices and there are a lot of Facebook communities out there and I want to set myself apart. The thing that I really enjoy is connecting with people and helping people. So this is a great way to do that. And I think the more that you pour into your community, the more you'll get out of it. It's kind of like that saying, money flows where the energy goes. If I'm going to put all my energy into growing my Facebook, I'm going to see that return on investment, so to speak, by seeing it grow. It'll show up more in people's search boxes. And then you can see the engagement from posts and comments, etc. And I will be doing a future post on how to grow a Facebook community. So stay tuned for that. And I'm, by the way, I'm no expert in this, but I definitely have played around in there and I know what works for me and then what doesn't. So I will definitely be sharing those tips as well. The third thing I do to grow my coaching business, and it's something that I do every day, is I learn. So I learn through my coach. I learn through reading books. I learn through podcasts. And I used to overlearn, if that's a word. So I used to take this to the nth degree and constantly feed my brain information. And I realized, oh my gosh, I'm just overwhelming myself. So I've learned to cut back just a little bit. If you're feeling overwhelmed, it might be because of information overload. So please be careful with this one. You want to learn, but then you also want to build time in to implement what you've learned or to... I don't want to say regurgitate, but that's the word that's coming up for me right now, which is you want to take what you learn and definitely apply it in your business. The fourth thing that I strive to do to grow my business on a daily basis is create content, creating content for hashtag all the things. This one is probably the one I struggle with the most because I would like to consider myself somewhat of a creative and you can't just sit down and like the ideas just start flowing in. So what I've done is I've learned how to go through life and just get inspired by certain things or I might be in Target and I see a t-shirt and the t-shirt has a cool saying on it. So I'll jot it down in my phone in my notes and then it turns into an Instagram post. I love motivational quotes. I don't know if that's still popular on Instagram. I really don't care. I still like it. So I still use it. And whenever I'm feeling down and out, I'll, I'll actually go back into my old Instagram feed and look at all my old posts and captions and I get re-inspired by myself. And so I really hope that it helps other people get inspired, but it definitely helps me as well. So that's always a bonus. So creating content, again, do not force this. If you go to sit down and you're staring at a blank cursor, I don't want that to happen for you, but I do want you to open yourself up to the opportunity that There might be content ideas and storytelling ideas in your everyday life that you could package up and use in your social media or use as a formula or basis into something that you're creating as far as passive income or course creation, etc. So creating content is probably the most difficult thing, but I do try and strive to do this every day. When I'm really on point, I can plan two to four weeks ahead of time uh, for social media. But it's really something that takes a lot of practice. So give yourself some grace here if you aren't there yet. If you can sit down once a month or two times a month and sort of plan ahead, that would definitely be your best bet. And see 
when you are feeling lit up and inspired, capitalize on that moment to write something down, journal it, jot it down, copy it, and then come back to it at a later time. The fifth thing that I do is sparking a conversation. This can happen so many ways, and if you are on social media, this shouldn't be a difficult thing to do, but I really strive to spark a conversation, keep my business in the forefront of my mind and in other people's minds. That doesn't mean selling and that doesn't mean offering because there's a a time and a place for that, but it definitely contributes to nurturing and growing my community, my future clients and prospective clients in a way that doesn't feel icky or salesy, but just in a way that you're checking in or that you are taking the time to say hey or comment on someone's post because let's face it, we all love getting comments and likes on our own stuff, so we should really be paying that forward and doing that to people that we admire or that we like or that we see that we could possibly potentially really help as a coach. So I told you I would give you a bonus step, so I'm going to do that. And this, my friends, is probably one of the most important things apart from checking in daily with your biz besties. This is something that is never one and done. This can be a whole episode on itself, but it's working on my mindset. So funny story, when I first started coaching and I got my first business coach, I hired her and we were meeting for monthly calls. I did not want to work on mindset. I thought it was pure rubbish. I don't, I'm not from the UK, but I'm going to use the word rubbish. I thought it was pure rubbish. I said, I don't need to pay anyone for mindset. Just give me all the business strategies. That's all I need. That's all I thought I needed. Lo and behold, that wasn't the case at all because you can have all the strategies in the world. You can have the exact road roadmap or blueprint, even though that is going to be difficult because everybody's roadmap is a little different. So even if you took this perfect million dollar idea and you have the perfect roadmap and no matter how much you've paid for it and it's working, if you don't have the right mindset, things are not going to happen or you're not going to know how to handle it when things like really take off if they take off very quickly for you. So mindset to me is something that is so important and that's exactly why I sort of rebranded myself as a mindset and a business coach because I am teaching this more and more. I noticed with client conversations that a lot of what we talk about are switching our language, um, turning negatives into positives, rewording our sentences, because that sentence structure is so important. Our thoughts become our realities. Our thoughts rule everything. So if you have a negative thought, you're putting negative energy towards the thing you're thinking about. Now, if you reframed it into something positive, you're going to notice that there's going to be positive changes and energy around that thing that you made a mindset switch for. And I think that's just so important and it's so powerful. People really underestimate the power of our thoughts and what our minds can really do. I'm so late to the game, but if you guys have not already heard of or watched The Secret on Netflix, it can explain it in such eloquent terms, all about laws of affirmation. It's really mind-blowing, but you have to be willing to try it and you cannot be like me a year ago and say, I don't need to pay for mindset. I don't need to work on mindset. Just give me the strategies because it will take you so much farther and a lot quicker if you have a positive mindset. Now, just a side note, it doesn't mean that you won't have bad days, that you're not allowed to feel negative or sad or angry. That's not what I'm saying because that's just unrealistic. Nobody is this Mary Poppins, cheerful, happy person 24-7. I know I'm not. You don't want to make yourself feel bad because you are trying to, let's say, adopt a positive mindset and then you just had a really crappy day. 
you don't feel like being positive, give yourself that time to feel that emotion and then move on and make sure that it doesn't linger. So that's all I had today. I want to recap really quick. These are the five things I do every single day to nurture, grow, and scale my coaching business. I, number one, check in with my biz bestie slash accountability partners. I, number two, nurture and grow my community. Number three, I learn through coaching, reading books, podcasts, etc. Number four, I strive to create content for all the things. Number five, I try to spark a conversation with keeping coaching and business and mindset on the forefront of that conversation. And I work on my mindset. So I please let me know what you thought about today's episode. I would love for you to join my Facebook community. Let me know what you're working on. Which number do you need to increase? And do you have something to add to this list? Hit me up over at createyourdream.biz and we will chat soon. Hey, real quick before you go, if you are inspired by today's show and you learned something new, I want you to take a screenshot, post it in your Instagram stories and tag me at put your passion to work because together we can practice abundance, take inspired action and help motivate other passionate women just like us.